The views expressed on the following program of those of its hosts and participants in no way reflect those of the staff or management of WNRI. The pandemic, civil unrest, protest, and the road to the White House. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. And, folks, good afternoon. It is uh, John DePietro. My goodness, here we are. Here I am. Enough foolishness. I don't know if there is enough foolishness. The question is, is the foolishness ending or is the foolishness just beginning? Good afternoon, everybody. Everybody tuning into the radio. John DePietro is your and my name is Metmount, and I will be filling in for him for the next hour. If you have any spare change that I could buy some Met, here with Henry Palmer, please give it to me, Metmount. I will also be doing a Facebook Live for John DePietro. Now, folks, here I am. It is Metmount. Give me that. Go back. Here. Here's uh, 10 cents. Go get some meth. Get away from my microphone. Sorry about that, folks. Those on the radio, those on Facebook can watch as this is going on. Those on the radio are... Um, <laughs> Are hopefully enjoying it, although we did get a complaint about uh, some of that. <coughs> um, but anyhow, where am I? That's a very good question. My goodness, does Juan need the air conditioning here in the uh, Jacqueline Clay Studios? It's a little warm. You know, it's never that warm until I then actually go live, and then suddenly it's it's very warm. People seem to be liking the Meth Mouth Friday. Uh, I maybe you know I said I might do that that we would do the entire program. Oh, good. Diana wrote, I bought my mug yesterday. Can't wait to receive it. Folks, if you go to DePetro.com, we have the John DePetro mugs that are available. You just go to the website, DePetro.com. Let me uh, find it. I just there a moment ago. And then you just go into store. Let me know after you receive it as well. Let me, uh, let me, let me. Here we are. You go to the website, DePetro.com. And then you, you drop down just a little bit. And then you'll see it says Home. It says, meet John DePietro. Hello. It says, radio show, and then shop. And then you click on shop. We have our own little gift shop there. And then it takes you right in, and there it is. Oh, look at that, 10% off right now. It's a sale Friday. You have the phone case. You have the uh, mug. We also have the tote bag. We have the mask. You can mask up with the program. The Christopher Columbus statue. We have the Mayor Lorza, Baby Omar cloth face mask and mug and then of course you have the uh, very famous uh, mug that i was just demonstrating there it is mug of one right at the bottom folks go to petro.com you can buy one very affordable on sale right now at the website petro.com let's get to our um, sponsor this hold on actually for this one i'm not going to joke around um i was going to do the commercial as meth mouth but maybe we'll uh we'll save that well, maybe let me do one commercial as Meth Mouth, and then we'll get into get into gear. Uh, Meth Mouth, do you want to do this commercial? This portion of the John DePietro show is brought to you by Buying the Finest Appear. If you're a pirate, they buy them. Baseball, buy them. 710 796. Buying the Finest Appear. If you're a pirate, they buy them. But buy them. Buying the Finest Appear. 710-7096. Now, folks, the meth mouth comes from, I used to, uh, and again, good afternoon to everybody on Facebook Live. It's a, it's a one Friday. <coughs> it is not a COVID cough. 
it's because I do so much talking and have the mask on. I find the mask very drying. I do have my water. My goodness, it's already getting hot in here. But the um, the meth mouth things comes from. Um, I, there was a period of time, you know, way back. I, I used to do a, a man on the street. What did I call it? Um, <clears throat> kind of like a man on the street type of thing. When was uh, what, what, what did I call that segment? Um, I don't remember. I'll have to think about it. But anyhow, um, so I, and I figured you want to go with as a crowd. So I unknowingly, this is probably um, 08, 09, right around there. Yeah, 08, 09. And one of the places that I would go, <coughs> excuse me, is Kennedy Plaza. And then I realized <clears throat> that um, I realized it was it was 1030 or 11 o'clock in the morning. And I actually didn't feel safe at Kennedy Plaza. And it wasn't my imagination. And there was one gentleman there who had a rather unique skin color. How would I would describe it? Gray. And he would uh, always, so you have all these degenerates walking around. If you've ever gone to Kennedy Plaza, I don't recommend it, by the way. And I feel bad for the people that just use it to transfer buses and have to go through there. But anyhow, so I would um, go through to try to do a man on the street. I would show them pictures of different people, see if they could identify. But um, I I didn't realize the degenerate level that is so prevalent and strong at Kennedy Plaza um, to the degree that it was. I'm not talking about nighttime or afternoon. I, I figured 10, 30, 11 o'clock should be relatively safe. A lot of times I'd end up like, I better just get to my car. But anyhow, it's almost like the land of the lost, the walking dead, zombie land, full junkies, people just totally zoned out. Um, but amongst them was a huge fan of mine. And I never, I remembered his, I don't remember his name right now. But he he had, I believe he was pretty heavily using meth. And all of his teeth had basically... One of the um, the effects of using meth is your teeth start to rot out. And so, but he would see me and it wouldn't stop him. It was like he was oblivious to the fact that his teeth had actually kind of rotted out from the meth. So thus, I, I, I started to play some of the sound. And then, unfortunately, I started to imitate some of the sound. And I did it one day on, on the radio. I had played the sound. And then I started saying, that's right, like that. And then it just sucks. So that guy, I do the guy, but he used to come running up to me and say, "Hey, look everybody, I'm your big dog," like that, almost like someone that didn't have the dentures in. Except I'm guessing he was probably like mid forties. So is our meth mouth story. He lives on. I, I have not seen him since I've been going to Providence covering all these degenerate protests and so forth. Uh, I don't know. Maybe meth mouth totally straightened himself out. And again, I'm not knocking drug abuse. It was just became one of the regulars, uh, but it was always the compliments and everything. He'd always have his hand out, you know, oh, I'm a big fan. You? you know, it was always like tied to, do you have some money for me? So do you have big change? You got any big change? <laughs> and I, I don't. I mean, they, they tell you homeless advocates will say, don't give them any money. Uh, and you see these people, at the red lights, right? The, the panhandler is there and, you know, for food and all this other stuff. It's not. It's for. Drugs or alcohol, that's what it's for because they they go to a shelter, they go to the soup kitchens, they use the money for drugs and alcohol. That's what it's used for. And I see these people, oh, I feel so good. I just gave that panhandler a dollar, right? So he takes the dollar and he's like, good. Now all I need is nine more suckers that I can go and get a $10, $10 bottle of booze or, you know, actually you don't even need that much to get it. But the person's driving along. I just did a nice thing. No, you didn't. <coughs> Excuse me. This portion of the program is brought to you by Vero Industries. Now, on this Friday, 
actually any day, but today is Friday. It's August 14th. Actually, a special day. Uh, my mom, this was her birthday, Virginia DiPietro, who I miss every day. Uh, those that knew uh, my mom was just terrific. But on this Friday, I'm just wondering if you have some extra gold. Would you like some cash? Would you right now like to get a little more liquid? Gold is at an all-time high. And I want to introduce you to my friend Leo with Vero Industries, V-E-R-O, over 40 years experience. And what do they do? Buying gold, silver, and other precious metals. Doesn't matter whether it's old or something that's broken or it's brand new. Silverware, jewelry, serving trays, tea, coffee sets or pieces, watches, half earring pieces. Leo is also a buyer and seller of individual coins and collections. Now, excuse me, folks. I apologize. My goodness. I apologize. It's just the amount of talking and the, um, the mask wearing dries out Juan's throat. Weekend and evening appointments are available. Now, he'll come to you if you'd feel more comfortable with that. Or they do have two locations, East Providence and Warwick. But I want to give you the phone number. Now, at least call him. And find out what it's worth. Many of you may have an item, and maybe you think it's worth one thing, but it's not. He will give you the best price for your gold, silver, and other precious metals or jewelry. Could be sitting in your drawer, right? Maybe locked away somewhere. You don't even realize that, my God, you could, you know, you maybe used to wear it to 21 East. Maybe you wore it to Play Den or Roosters. Why not get some, or Barry's? Why not get some cash for it? Vero Industries, 40 years experience. Here's the phone number, 434-8900. If someone would be so kind as to type that in at Facebook Live, 434-8900, Vero Industries, call Leo. Well, folks, good afternoon. It's Shonda Petro. Now, I recognize a lot of people don't like Dr. Fauci for whatever reason. And I don't understand it. Um, I've always liked him. Science is not perfect. Hear me out right now at 1216. Listen, science is not perfect. Is there anyone listening or you're watching on Facebook Live that if you're going to be operated on and going to the hospital, is there anyone that has had an experience where they guarantee everything that's going to happen? You know, here's what's going to happen. We're going to open you up. It's going to take two hours. You're then going to be discharged, blah, blah, blah. And then, no, I mean, science isn't. Perfect. Different things happen. Maybe the operation's only 90 minutes. Maybe it goes three hours. Maybe there's some kind of something happens. There's something they weren't planning on and it goes four hours or they say they need to go back in. How many people listening know of someone that they thought they were going to go to the hospital for a short amount of time and they ended up being there longer because of, you know, there were just complications of things happen. Science is not perfect. You know, you think back Tom Brady, when he injured his leg and he went to a doctor in Beverly Hills and had it operated on, Tom Brady had an infection from the surgery on his knee or whatever it was that happened. Science is not perfect. I don't know why then people expect when you have an unknown virus that is, you know, taking over the world and has that everyone expects they should have all the answers right away up front. It's, it's, it's ongoing. Um, you know, they're learning about the virus. We've all learned about the virus. I don't understand the negativity towards Fauci. 
I understand it under, upsets some people. There's some people, oh, that Fauci is always changing his mind. You can't listen. The guy is an infectious disease expert. He has served six presidents. He is a very high, he is a he is a gift. The way he comports himself, explains himself. He's um, you know President Obama awarded him the uh, Medal of Honor, or was it President Bush? I think it was I don't remember even, but. There's a reason why. I don't know why this stuff started, that he was in on this um, conspiracy with Bill Gates and Obama to try to take down President Trump. I don't think that's the case. If it had been up to me, and I was very vocal when it happened, I thought if President Trump had embraced Dr. Fauci and and listened to him and run with it, I think we'd be in a very different situation uh, than where we find ourselves today. And especially when it comes to the campaign. That's really what I'm talking about. So I know some people, for whatever reason, these people, and I noticed it right away, oh, no, I don't trust that Fauci. I, I, I think the guy, I, I just think he's brilliant. I really do. I think he's brilliant. Maybe we can agree to disagree. <clears throat> There's no such thing as perfect science. Anyone that has ever been in the hospital, uh, given birth, I don't know why suddenly people expect you have, should have exact answers on things when that is not, you know, the way that, like I said, who's ever had someone go into the hospital and it went, okay, so what happens is we're going to operate on your grandmother at 8. She's going to be out of there at 10. She's going to be uh, in her room by 12. She then will be there for 48 hours. We're going to discharge. It, it just doesn't work that way. You know, then they find out, well, we didn't realize we found another lump. We found a tumor. She's not healing as well. She's going to stay longer. We may have to go in again. Or, <clears throat> you know, it went better than we thought. We're actually going to discharge her earlier. There's no perfect. But for some reason on this... He's got it, that Fauci. You know, he, he was first he was saying this, now he's saying that. Well, yesterday, listen, I I did a um, Facebook watch party with he he was on with Governor Mundo, and um, who I'm going to touch on in in just a moment. And I was mentioning last hour for those that that heard it, where Governor Mundo, who you know by all accounts has absolutely bent over backwards to try to work with the unions, um, they really sabotaged her when it mattered. Uh, as I had written about uh, on DePetro.com, that she had an audition and a meeting interview for the VP slot, and she really impressed them and had a chance to move into the final four. I think the governor of Michigan knocked her out of the final four. But I had heard it went that well, but she was knocked out by organized labor, union representatives. We, I think we know who it is. Maybe not. But, um, but yesterday, all this talk about not going back to school. I want to play when Governor Mundo and Dr. Fauci were talking yesterday. And she asked him just that. What is like all these people? I want to go back when it's safe. The kids can go back when it's safe. Uh, Warwick, well, we're not going back unless it's safe. What what does safe look like? So let me um, let me pick that up. The purpose of schools is fine. One is wearing a mask. Hold on. Social distancing. To hold the on, extent that you can, and if you can't, then make sure you have a mask. All right, hold on. Avoid- I apologize, folks. I don't mean to keep saying hold on. I meant let I what I mean to say is let's back up for a moment and play this again. I thought it was a good question. And Dr. Fauci yesterday gave Rhode Island the green light to go back to school. Here's what it sounded like. Here's, here's what it sounded like. And that isn't, we are a green state, as you said. And so we're grateful for that. 
so the question for you is, in a school, what does safe look like? What does that mean? Good question. Get the kids back to school Good safely question. and the teachers safely. Good question. Uh, you've seen our plans. You know, you've had a chance to have a look at what we're doing. You know, we're focused on PPE testing. Can we just pause the tape, folks, just so we all understand, they're not using the metric enough, but just think of a stoplight. Green means go. Yellow, slow down. Red is a bad zone. Okay? Green, just like a stoplight. Green, yellow, and red. White is fantastic. There are some sections, especially in Massachusetts, that are white. There's certain parts of Rhode Island that are white. It's all in the metrics. For instance, right now, Block Island has zero cases, despite what the media says. Zero cases on Block Island. Block Island would be white. If you're in a town that is one to five, it could basically be almost white or even really green. Yellow is as it starts to get worse. And then red, there's only a few communities that the infection rate is high. So just keep that in mind. I had all these people. What is this red and green? and Like, calm down. I, I will agree. Dr. Scott and Governor Raimondo have not referenced it enough. But about here, him mention it. He looks at a state. He looks at certain areas and says, you're green, which means go. Cleaning, mask wearing for the children. But, you know, are we focused on the right things? Are we doing enough? Are we doing the right things yeah. for this to be safe? Yeah. yeah but in my impression, you are. You know, um, what we have said in general, and this goes well beyond schools, is that there are about five or six, but for the purpose of schools, is five. One is wearing a mask, social distancing, to the extent that you can, and if you can't, then make sure you have a mask, avoiding crowded congregation. Um, outdoors, always better than indoors. Good ventilation, if you can keep the windows open, if the weather permits. Uh, when you have children outside, try to make sure they don't congregate very closely together, make them be aware of safe distances, the PPE that you're talking about, those kind of things are pretty simple. If you look in the CDC guidelines for school opening, I think you're right there, at least from what I've seen, you might want to just take another look and make sure that all the things, but I know that your health officials in Rhode Island are keenly aware of that, and I'm sure making sure that that's what's going. So I think that, you know, I think people need to appreciate that nothing is 100% Right. And it's how you respond yes. to the outlier that counts. Yes. Uh, it's important for two things. A, are you starting from a good place? The answer is unequivocally yes. Yes. Secondly, do you have in place understanding of what you need to do to mitigate <laughs> to the best as possible the likelihood yes. of there being infection? And you've mentioned several of the things that you have in place. So step number two is you're okay. Yes. And third, do you have the capability of responding when you do get the inevitable situation yes. of someone being positive? And the answer is yes. Go into that a little bit. So what would you, if you were a parent in Rhode Island? I'm going to come back to that, folks. Actually, if you were a parent in Rhode Island, um, <clears throat> it's back to school. Or if you were a teacher about to go, you know, have to go back to work. Uh, what, are, what are the questions you would ask? What does that mean? Let me are just you- jump in for a moment. The, the, the answer, what, what you're finding right now, and folks, again, good afternoon. It's 1225 on this Friday. 
Listen, I my youngest is going to be going to be a senior in high school. I uh, fully relate, and it is frightening. You don't want to think that they're going to get anything uh, like that. They're not going to get the virus. There has been a lot of fear mongering that has gone on. But what you need to understand is, and you're seeing it play out in Warwick, and you're seeing it play out in Providence, and they're two separate places and two separate things, but the same union. Do you know the head of the union of Warwick yesterday said, when pressed, when would it be safe to go back? The head of the union in Warwick said, when there's a vaccine. Now, folks, that is so preposterous. If that is the case, we might as well all lock ourselves in the closet. First of all, there may never be a vaccine, number one. Number two, there are other countries that are operating without the vaccine. If you have that mindset, when's it safe to go back when there's a vaccine? So in other words, they're not going back, as I've been predicting. They're not going back. They will never have a scenario in their mind where it's safe to go back. These people refuse to adapt. I don't know how they get through life. But the fact is, this is stemming from the top. This has to do with politics. It has to do with the unions want more money. People don't realize that. Warwick, we need $15 million. That is a joke. The next month, where Governor Mundo made a mistake, was giving them those two extra weeks. They're not using it to prepare the schools to go back. They're using it to organize to not go back. Distance learning, and they're out in full force right now. And they certainly won't come on with me, I'll tell you that much. And these people that give them the free airwaves and all these free BS interviews and this other nonsense. This is, well, we're going to start with, they're not going to, you don't start with distance learning. Right now is the time. Someone said yesterday, it gets mighty cold around here in November. Excuse me? Uh, I Googled that. Average temperature in Rhode Island, November, between 47 degrees and 57 degrees. Is that mighty cold? Someone else put, you can't, you can't teach outside with six feet of snow. All right, well, you're also not going to school if there's six feet of snow. I mean, are people able to adapt? What this has shown us is, my God, I don't know how some people function if they get bumped from their flight or their flight is canceled. You know, what if you or if you're somewhere and then suddenly you had to think for yourself and adapt is what Dr. Fauci said. Adapt. We can't do this in the classroom. How about listen, stop trying to think of ways that you can't do it and start thinking of ways that you can do it. If you would if you were stuck on a deserted island, you just sit there. I don't have electricity. I don't have food. I guess I'm just going to sit here. No, you have to fend for yourself. Outside, how long? I've been saying outside all along. There should be more outside. They're not even trying in some of these communities. But Dr. Fauci said the outside is the key. The virus dissipates outside. What if Gina was at the protest? He said no. But listen, you can say all those things if you want. We're talking about do you want children to get an education? Children get the best education when they are in school. And there's also trickle-down effects. Children should be amongst their friends and peers, not just in the home situation. Child abuse is up. Drug abuse is up. Alcoholism is up. You know, not everyone has a perfect uh, home life. And some of the children with step-parents and other forms of abuse. This is selfishness. This is foolishness. I won't listen to foolishness. These people just think if they keep throwing things at you. I can't teach from the grave. You know, what's frightening is these people are actually teachers. They're supposed to be teaching. Whatever happened to inspiring young minds to think big? No wonder. They 
can't even figure out. Oh, I don't know what we do. That school committee, I'm not going to be responsible if somebody's dog dies. The head of, head of the school committee in Warwick, that lady, couldn't run a, a lemonade stand. I'm not going to be responsible if somebody's grandmother dies. What are you talking about? Between September and June, someone's grandmother is going to die. I ain't going to be responsible if somebody's dog die and, and dead kid. What? No students have died. What are you talking about? You know, they're exposing themselves to be the incompetent buffoons that we've always suspected they are. How are you teaching a classroom with young minds if you can't even handle this? <clears throat> what if you were outside? Who's ever been involved with sports? You're playing baseball. It starts to rain. What happens? What do we do now? We were playing. It's raining. You find blanking shelter. Either the dugout or under a tree or an umbrella or in somebody's car. How are we supposed to play if it's raining? Well, you don't play if it's raining. So the game's canceled. No, you wait to see if it's going to stop. So we're supposed to play if the grass. Yes, you're supposed to play if the grass is wet. Yes, you don't play if it's thundering lightning. You don't play if it's pouring. Well, how do you know? Listen, it's a judgment call. Okay, if it's a light drizzle, you can play. If it's pouring, you don't play. If it's possible thunder and lightning, you definitely don't play. Many times there's a rain delay. You know, I I don't know how these people, I was going to go to the store, I was going to get my coffee, and suddenly the tree was down a block in a road. All right, now what are you going to do? The tree is blocking the road. You find an alternate route. You park your car and walk around the tree. You go somewhere else to get coffee. Let me. I can't teach. All these kids in a classroom. That they, go outside. Open the blanking windows. You're supposed to be the teacher. My God, these people. I, I ain't going to be responsible if somebody's dog dies. I love that uh, Warwick School Committee person. I'll play that sound again with the mask on. I, you ain't blaming me. If somebody's blanking fish dies, you don't know what this virus, it's killing kids. Uh, oh, okay. I'm just glad you're not panicking, for Christ's sake. <coughs> My God. Making it through the day is an accomplishment for many of these individuals. Folks, you know, a week ago there was a storm. People didn't have power. Did some did everybody like perish? What about there's no power and it's hot in my house? Well, I don't know. Go outside, open some windows. I'm supposed to go outside. Yes, you're supposed to go outside. If it's hot inside, it might be cooler outside, preferably in the shade, or you find somewhere else to go. But I was going to cook my supper. Well, you can't cook your supper because there's no blanking electricity. Oh, my goodness, these people. Don't blame me. Kids dying, dogs dying, grandmother dying. No one blaming me. We're not going back till there's a vaccine. (laughs) Well, there isn't. There's no promise there's going to be a vaccine, you imbecile. I'm not going back till there's a vaccine. That's a new one. No one has thrown out that. R&R roofing. Do you need a new roof? Have you been thinking, you know what? I think we need a new roof. Call Richard Rossi at R&R Roofing. All work guaranteed. Free estimate. 40 years in business. All types of shingles and flat roofs. 401-823-1330. 401-823-1330. Fully licensed and insured. 
Listen, if you're thinking of getting a new roof, call R&R Roofing today. At least call them for a free estimate. Richard Rossi is the real deal. It's like getting Bill Belichick to fix your roof. And remember, it all begins with the roof, right? If you have problems with the roof, it leads to all kinds of problems throughout your home. R&R Roofing, all work guaranteed, free estimate, over 40 years experience. He cares. He cares. Perfectionist, attention to detail. That's who you want to hire. Richard Rossi, R&R Roofing. 823-1330, for R&R Roofing. Let me play some of the sound of some of these imbeciles. Folks, and again, no mystery. They're certainly not coming on with Juan. I'll tell you that much. I wouldn't even listen to this nonsense. That <clears throat> that Warwick school committee, uh, head of the school committee, think of that for a moment. I ain't going to be responsible for somebody's dog dying. <laughs> so pathetic, beyond pathetic. All right, let's play a little sound. And then the, the unions now are saying, you know, there's an interesting comment in the news where the Walsh of NEA Rhode Island is saying, uh, everyone's listening. Ramundo's not listening. I don't know what her problem she always He always does the laugh. Well, I don't know what, why she's not listening to us. Bye, bye, bye. Because, folks, again, they're never going back. They're not saying let's not go back right away. That, that's a trap. That's a trick. I'll tell you the new trick they're doing as well in just a moment. All right, ready? Here we go. State and a lot. One death is one death too many. <laughs> Firing back. Uh, on the night team. Firing back. Standing their ground. One tonight. death is too many. That's a good point. Except no children have died. The governor says the school committee failed students. She did. Members of the Warwick School Committee say they're actually protecting the children. Oh yeah. Night team's Danielle Kennedy live in Warwick. Trickle down effect. Patrice and Dan, Warwick schools submitted several back-to-school plans to the state, none but none of them included in a full in-person learning scenario. Same union the school province. committee heads saying that just wasn't feasible and saying that today they feel that the governor Warwick's in a green zone. at them. I will not be responsible for dead children, dead teachers, dead dogs, dead relatives, or anyone dead because we made a bonehead decision. Bonehead's a good word. Students back to school at a time that is not safe in our society. It is safe. Dr. Fauci, he made a very good point. I'm going to play it in just a moment. But Dr. Fauci made a very good point. And again, folks, good afternoon. It's John DePietro on this Friday. And again, we're going till two. There is um, <clears throat> there's no briefing today. But Dr. Fauci made a very good point. And that is, um, and it, it's how... You know, th- these people that are saying, by the way, that they don't want to go back. Boy, it hasn't stopped them from going to the beach all summer, has it? These people, I don't want to go back. It's not safe. It hasn't stopped them from going out to lunch and dinner and drinking at Twin Oaks and drinking at the Coast Guard house. But that at pool parties. Well, no fear of life there. No risk. It, not, not afraid of that risk. Nope. Zero risk. Nope. They drive fast. Smoke. How about with the cigarette? It's just... <laughs> It's not worth it if somebody, some kid ends up dying. I'm not going to, I ain't going to take, I ain't going to take that risk. Yeah, you're not going to take that risk. I want to just sit home. Um, 
th- there is a protest later today. Rhode Island teachers' parents plan to call in Armando for distance learning. This is union-led. This is union-led. I'm going to play that in just a moment. But um, Fauci had a good line that I want to just mention. Yesterday, I, again, I, I don't care if I'm in the minority, folks. I'm going to just, that is my thought. I watched it. I was objective. Some of you have to stop with the Fox News talking points. Listen, I also will flip on Tucker and Loringham. You don't need to just regurgitate everything they say. Uh, but Fauci said yesterday... The rate of infection, the, the risk of infection is low, which brings up the new strategy. No plan can be considered risk-free. Listen to this. He said it's never completely risk-free. But for goodness sakes, we're all living historic pandemic. Haven't had anything. You can't interrupt totally indefinitely. you got to try safely to get back to normal. And the way to safely get back to normal is make sure your state is green and make sure it stays green. And that is the truth. What they're now arguing with, or arguing for, I should say. The new thing they're arguing. See, they're losing the infection battle debate. Listen to what I'm going to tell you because no one else is saying this. But I'm going to tell you. They're moving it. What do you do? See, they are professional negotiators. I never said I don't respect them. I don't agree with them. Their intentions, it's all about money. In the work story, they, they even tip their hands saying, we need $15 million to make sure nobody's dog dies. Um, $15 million. Yeah, there's a plan. $15 million. I remember when I worked for uh, Continental Airlines very briefly in college. And the man that bought the airline, they said they had a plan to paint all of the airlines that he had bought. It was People Express. People Express. Remember that? People Express. You could go for like 29 bucks to New York on a jet. People Express, and they were bought by Continental. Well, anyway, the way the story went was when they told him how much it would be to paint the airplanes – they said it would probably be somewhere like eight to ten million. He he said like I, I you completely lost your mind like I I that that's if you do the the variable that would be like if he had paid ten times more for the airline. <clears throat> We're not spending eight to ten million to paint the airplanes, so come up with another plan. Maybe we don't paint all of them. Maybe we paint half of them. Maybe we just paint one side. But we're not spending. Figure it out. Eight to ten million. I ain't going to be responsible if somebody's dog dies. Oh, my God. It ain't safe. We need $15 million. You don't need $15 million. It's low risk. They're moving it to now air quality. You're going to hear all about airflow. They're going to move to all about airflow, air quality. You know why? Because they can't argue the infection rate. If the infection rate is low, which it is, for most of the state, hear me out, most of the state, the infection rate is low, the kids should go back. Rhode Island's green. So they say we need to come up with a different dynamic to change the equation. And then they come up with airflow. There's not proper airflow. They're going to make that. Nope. Very uncomfortable with the airflow. Nope. I don't like the looks of this airflow. See, airflow isn't anything that can be examined. They want to use it as a different metric. It's a trick. It's a ploy. Governor Rondo made a mistake by allowing them the two extra weeks to organize. And all of this, she gave them, listen to what I'm about to tell you. She gave them the two extra weeks because she was still being considered for vice president and thought, I'll throw the unions a bone. And boom, they blanked her. 
And they still went to Biden and say, uh-uh, not her. Raimondo got knocked out of the final four. Suddenly, the governor of Michigan entered the final four because Raimondo got knocked out. If you don't think there's a war that's about to ensue, and I mean there's going to be a war that's about to happen. Governor Mundo, her going after Warwick the other day, that is an indication. You're about to watch, folks. And by the way, I have no dog in this fight. This is going to be between AFT, Union, Warwick, Providence, I'm pretty sure Cranston, I believe Winsocket, them and Raimondo. The Providence Union, they're protesting today, Warwick. Their mantra is no one goes back. Because if one district goes back, makes everybody else look, they don't want anyone to go back. Wall Street Journal did an editorial, extortion. That's what it is. It's extortion. They don't want anyone to go back. They certainly don't want the charter schools to go back. This has nothing to do with safety. They are demanding more money. They're holding children hostage. Wall Street Journal editorial, extortion is what they call it. But the new frontier, the new battle that they want will be on airflow because they're losing the battle on infection rate. It's not high. Most of the state, most of the you know, yesterday I had a back and forth on social media, the reporter of the journal who said, I put there were zero cases on Block Island. There were zero cases the last seven days on Block Island. All we hear about is the Block Island Ferry. 300 cases in Providence because all the protesters. Zero cases on Block Island. The reporter for the journal said there are cases on Block Island. Now, I, I, I responded back because I put up the information. And where did I get that information? From the Providence Journal. Do you read your own paper? Zero cases on Block Island. Block Island's a mess. Block Island Ferry. Block, we're going to crack down. A block. Zero cases. No mention about what's going on in Providence. 298 cases. Folks, staying healthy is the name of the game. It's my health in Cumberland. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Call them at 305-3585. 305-3585. It's my health in Cumberland. It's Marie Inside. You will find a store with vitamins, herbal remedies, trusted companies, local products, like the tremendous acai berry. You only need a shot of this every morning. And it really, look at that beautiful bottle, acai berry, incredibly antioxidant. Also, 250 bulk herbs, teas, and spices, hemp and CBD products, and... As we were uh, having the different guests on. Now, first of all, if you're in the northern part of the state, 1099 Menon Road in Cumberland. See that old white church you've driven by a bunch of times? Stop in. Introduce yourself. Say hello to Marie. And uh, they have incredible, they have a full wall of ingredients. And also, we had on Lisa Wood, the reflexologist. Stop in. She is tremendous. We had her on yesterday. Or Lizzie Choquette, the massage therapist. Folks, it's a happening. It's my health because it's your health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Let me pull up the uh, Wall Street Journal editorial. Mark my words. The battle, the battleground is moving to airflow because they're losing. They're just going to say, well, your airflow is not proper. And then who can argue that? You know, what's amazing. Look at this. Warwick teachers saying we're not going back till there's a vaccine. No one is saying that. Fauci saying that. There's no one saying we're not except for Warwick, Warwick Union. They're saying we're not going back. How about out in Seattle? Seattle Black Lives Matter protesters are demanding white people give up their homes. Are you sure you still want to vote for Biden and Harris? But that's what you're going to hear now is airflow. It's all about airflow. Oh, 
Yeah, but the infections rates are down. It's safe for children to go back to school. Got to do something about the airflow. Just not there. Folks, it is is a complete scam. Think of that. Ramundo impressed them. A centrist with formidable academic business credentials. But what sunk Governor Ramundo? Opposition from organized labor. The, the, and I think I, we know who it is. We will find out who it is. But it's, it's the unions. Uh, on a national front. Because locally, she has bent over backwards for them. But um, Wall Street Journal, school opening extortion. The teachers unions have a cynical interest in forcing their competitors to shut down. What a humiliation would be if charter and private schools reopen and demonstrate that in-person education can be done. School opening extortion. That's what it's about. That's what it's always been about. They don't want to acknowledge that, but that's what it's about. It's all about money. It's all about extortion. You want us to teach your children, you're going to pay. You're going to pay a lot more. For most Amer- Wall Street Journal editorial, for most Americans, the coronavirus is a scourge. But teachers unions seem to think it's also an opportunity. Squeeze more money from taxpayers. Put their private public charter school competition out of business. That's the only way to read the extraordinary effort by national local union leaders to keep their members from returning to the classroom. Last week, Randy Weingarten, now she's the same union as Providence, Woodsocket, Cranston, and Warwick. The leader of the powerful AFT, American Federation of Teachers, declared support for safety strikes. If local unions deem insufficient the step to keep school districts taking to uh, mitigate COVID-19. Monday, an alliance of teachers unions, progressive groups sponsored what they call National Day of Resistance around the country, listing their demands before returning to the classroom. Folks, that's what it's all about. That is absolutely what it is all about. And what I want you to understand locally, and again, good afternoon, it's John DePietro, and again, we're going until 2 o'clock on this Friday, is this is going around. For instance, the woman in Providence, the union leader that the cackle likes to have on. By the way, I don't know if anyone has ever seen the head of the Providence Union cackle, if anyone's seen them in the same room. Because I'm not convinced they're not the same person, by the way. Talk about like birds of a feather. Maybe they, I don't know, neighbors and, but anyhow, I mean, they did absolutely, it's like the same mindset. It's talking points. It's, it ain't safe. It ain't safe. Um, But they, it's, it's a larger issue. Okay. It's a larger issue because this is actually going on on a national basis. This is not Providence and Warwick are not calling the shots. This is all being called out by. Now, yesterday again, they take to the news. Okay, part of this Channel 10 again, teachers in Rhode Island call for a remote start to school year. That is insane. You start now. It's very important. Whatever your position is on this. Just listen to what I'm about to say right now. And again, folks, it's John DePietro. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM, or online, DePietro.com. Hello to everybody on Facebook Live. Folks, it is essential in the very beginning for children to have uh, the teachers have the ability to connect with their students. There's nothing more important. Last March, last March, the kids had been in school since September. You want children, the teacher is brand new to them. They don't know them. And and these people are demanding that they start remotely by distance learning. 
that that is that is completely unfair to the teacher and to the child. This is this is ridiculous. If they truly cared, they'd be working to make it work. I don't care if it's outside. I don't care if it's three days a week. They're fighting it tooth and nail. So let's listen to the report on NBC 10 last night where the union again. Well, you know, Governor Mundo, folks, they're not saying let's start distance learning. Listen to what I'm going to tell you. They forever want distance learning. They're going to say, no, it's not safe to go back. They're failing with the infection rate. So now they're going to move into the airflow. You know where the airflow is fine? Outside. Open the windows. Let's listen to it. All right, first of six local teachers up the ante and fight with the governor over going back to school in Rhode Island. They say remote only right now. She says, no, that's not right. Hello again, everyone. I'm Jean Bellasetti. And good evening. I'm Patrice. Gino. She's pushing to put at least some students back in the classroom. And teachers Gino are pushing back. PRO NBC 10's Brian Crandall live in Warwick with a new development. Well, Patrice and Jean, the debate continues to heat up after Governor Gina Raimondo slammed the school committee here in Warwick yesterday for their vote to begin the school year with remote learning. And now the state's largest teachers union is also coming out against the governor's back What a surprise. Teams. I don't get it. The governor is one of the smartest people I know. Walsh. I don't get what she's seen that the educators aren't. Taking a strong stance against the governor on the return to school. There really is only one choice at this point. Robert Walsh heads the NEA Rhode Island Teachers Union. We're all saying the same thing. Start with distance learning. No. It's not that hard. She's not listening right now. We encourage her to listen. Governor Gina Raimondo has made clear she wants kids back in the classroom and claims that won't happen until it's safe. But teachers unions are increasingly voicing concerns over safety, especially now about air quality and ventilation in See? old schools. We're not going to compromise on health and safety of of our students, of safety our members, strike. Uh, and of their parents. And after the Warwick School Committee vote for a remote start that Raimondo slammed, will others do the same? This is all about making sure that the facilities are safe for students and kids. I mean, that's that word the primary again. concern. And, and I think that that's going to be the concern that school committees will weigh when they make decisions later. The head of the Providence Teachers Union is also calling for school to begin with distance learning. No way. By and large, teachers aren't lazy and they want to go back to work. I know I want to go back to work. I want to see my kids. I Fourth my kids. worst school district in the country. Um, but at the end of the day, um, I want to ask people how many kids getting sick is going to be the threshold for them to be satisfied that we're all back in, in the classroom and teaching. Well, the governor says a decision will be made the week of August 31st on how schools will return, but as we've seen here in Warwick, individual districts may have their own ideas. I'm Brian Crandall, NBC 10 News. Now, as I've said, and good to report by Brian Crandall, as I said, folks, um, they're fighting. They don't want anyone to return. Do you hear Walsh? She's not listening. She's supposed to be a smart person. It's not that, and, and, and listen to what I'm going to tell you. It's not that they're saying, let's start distance learning. They have no intention of going back. That's a negotiation. They're treating this as a negotiation. This isn't a Rhode Island, Rhode Island thing or a Massachusetts thing. It's a national. They're doing this nationally. He sounds like he's setting the table for a strike, for a safety strike. And we're going to watch how this is going to play out. I mean, you need to put pressure. If you're listening now, first of all, those kids should be back in school August 31st. There's no reason for this two-week delay. They don't need more time. They've had two months. It's, it's a fake stall tactic. Okay? They, the unions, they're trying to organize. And they're trying to do a PR effort. And they want to scare everyone. Their next mode they're moving into, mark my words, 
you're going to hear about it, is tour air quality. And they already have. There's a, a story today in the Boston Globe, Ed Fitzpatrick. Parents raise questions about air quality. Now, listen, I'm not going to battle with Providence. I mean, I don't have a, a, an axe to grind there. It was taken over by the state. It's it, the John Hopkins report. It's the fourth worst school district in the country. Providence, Rhode Island is the fourth worst school district in the country. Do you really think those children are going to learn anything on a Zoom distance learning? I mean, that is unfair. It is sad. It's rotten to do to those children. They are depriving them of an education. Those are the children that really need the help with the teachers in the classroom. They need Providence. Some of the in the in the uh, poverty areas, low income. Those are the students that need a teacher to say, you know, little whoever, Jimmy or Sally, what do you want to be when you grow up? Hey, how come you're not smiling today? How'd you get that mark on your head? Are you okay? You seem tired. You seem upset. How's everything at home? Did you have breakfast today? Hey, you got to clean your fingernails. I mean, folks, they depend on that. There's a trickle-down effect that they won't address. Walsh, the governor's not listening. What he means to say is translation, she's not listening because we're not going back. That's what he's really saying. This portion of the John DiPietro Show is brought to you by West Fountain Auto Body. But keep in mind, if you're list- wherever you're listening or watching right now, don't wait. Find out who's on your school committee. Find out where your child goes to school. Get a hold of the principal. Get a hold of people in the school committee. You start telling them. Right now, wherever you are, that you can hear my, you want your child back in school. You want those schools open. In, in, uh, someone was telling me yesterday in, in Barrington, they took a poll with the teachers, very recent. What percentage do you want in school learning? 85%. 85% said they want the kids back in school. East Greenwich was 89%. Most of the communities are like that. Folks, their tactic that they're working for, it's the voices you just heard. If you live in pick a place, you know, pick a city or town, they're going to try to put pressure on those teachers to join them and fight against in-school learning. And it's wrong, completely detrimental, completely wrong to do to the students. As Dr. Fauci said, you take the necessary precautions. And hear me out. If there's an outbreak, you go to distance learning. If somebody comes down with COVID and there's an outbreak, you go to distance learning. But you don't start with distance learning. You start in person. Then if there's a problem, that's your backup plan. What we're saying, as he was saying, this is the unions, we're going to start with, no, no, no. If they start, they're never going in. They're never going in if they start with distance learning. It's a trap. That's a trap, number one. Number two, this ear quality, that's another trap. That's false. You throw things into the equation. If they're losing an argument, they pick something you can't win on. They're losing with the virus. They can't argue against the Department of Health. So they pick a metric that becomes like, nope, very uncomfortable with the air quality. Can't fall for it. This portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by West Fountain Auto Body. Now, listen, if you're ever in an accident, if someone damaged your vehicle, call West Fountain Auto Body today, 272-3340. The original, the best. Were you in an accident, someone hit your car, call West Fountain Auto Body, 272-3340 for West Fountain Auto Body. Located 400 West Fountain Street, Providence. It's West Fountain Auto Body. It's Kenny, it's Patricia. If someone damaged your vehicle, whether someone was texting and driving or a drunk driver, if someone damaged your vehicle, 
bring your car or truck, whatever, to West Fountain Auto Body. Call them. They'll handle it all. Take down this number, 272-3340, 272-3340, West Fountain Auto Body. It's located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. It's uh, right behind the Providence Public Safety Complex, West Fountain Auto Body. It's John DePietro. Now, we'll go until 2. And remember, now, the next hour is on the radio only. Radio only. We do Facebook now. I will be doing Facebook Live later. And always, folks, Facebook Live is always available for breaking news. If there's any breaking news or something worthwhile covering over the course of the weekend, you just go to Facebook Live and you know that I'm going to be I'm going to be there. But I will be doing a Facebook Live later this afternoon. Next hour is on Either the website, dipetro.com, or on AM 1380 or 99.9 FM. This portion of the John DePetro Show is brought to you by A.E. Mazika Insurance Services. Listen, call Scott and Alex at A.E. Mazika Insurance Services. Call them today, 353-9300. If you, why not let them help you save money? A.E. Mazika Insurance Services, 353-9300. Located 1529 Middle Spring Avenue in North Providence. The original, the best. It's uh, A.E. Mazika Insurance Services, 1529 Middle Spring Avenue, North Providence, 353-9300. They're licensed in Rhode Island, Massachusetts, and Florida. Let them help you save money on auto insurance, home insurance, business, life insurance. A.E. Mazika Insurance Services, 353-9300. It's John DePietro on this Friday. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to break for the 1 o'clock news. Uh, we have another big hour to go right here. Check out the website, depetro.com. You can uh, pick up your nifty mug right there. Get a uh, cup of wine right there. But another big hour to go. I am going to talk about the New York Times story that I had written about. Check out on the website, petro.com where the governor was this close to making it to the final four with the Biden administration. And the unions uh, squashed it for that. A lot more on Dr. Fauci, the latest on the Trump campaign, news on that front, much more. Again, we're going to break for the one o'clock news. Another, the power hours next. It's one o'clock.